As easy as the touch of a button. The message of life on 657 AM. Beautiful one there by Nombuso on AM 657 kHz. It's half past six and of crossing over to International Center for Strategic Leadership. And there we have... Uh, uh, Pastor Dr. Priscilla Kawia, the Vice President of uh, the organization, waiting in the wings to bless us. And of course, uh, she's talking about prioritization right after this. Active. Active in faith. 6, 5, 7 a.m. Good evening. Welcome again to this uh, episode on leadership. My name is Priscilla Kawia. I am the Vice President of the International Center for Strategic Leadership, in short, ICSL. And ICSL is uh, bringing you these episodes in order to develop you holistically as a leader, knowing that each and every one of you is a leader, irrespective of what age or what color of skin you have or what level of education that you have. In the last episode, we started talking about the principle of prioritization, which we said is a key to leadership. And we talked about the Pareto Principle, which is also called the 2080 Principle. Without repeating what we mentioned in the previous episode, which I hope you had a chance to listen to, we'll continue on this principle of prioritization. In fact, I want to state today that, uh, you know, this principle of prioritization is very critical to every leader. Have you ever wondered, at least it has happened to me, I'm sure it has maybe also happened to you, that sometimes you you sit down and you sigh and and you say, in fact, there is never enough time to do everything that I need to do. Yes, that's a common statement that we all say, because we find that we always have a lot to do in a day. It doesn't matter at what level you're operating, but you find that most times time is never enough. This is why this principle is very critical in order for you to identify how you can maximize your time and produce the results that you want in order to achieve the goals. So in this particular studio, in this particular episode, we are going to talk about the principle, the Pareto principle as it pertains to you being a leader in an organization. And uh, by doing so, we want to talk about what strategy can you uh, uh, take or implement in order to uh, implement this principle of prioritization. So assume you are a leader in an organization, and maybe we can take it down to to even a, a class or school setting. You are a class monitor as a child, as a as a grade two or grade five child, and uh, I'm I'm glad that this month, the month of June, is a youth month in in South Africa. And maybe it might not be a youth month in your part of, of the country in, in Africa, but uh, we can consider this as a month where we remember the importance of the youth. And we always say the youth are the leaders of tomorrow, but I want to add that they are the leaders of today. So the principle we are teaching today, we are teaching even to you as a youth person or even the others that are listening to us. So how do we apply this principle? What strategy can we use in applying this uh, strategy in order to increase the productivity in our organization or in our class? 
Okay, I'm going to mention about five uh, steps that you need to undertake as a leader. The first one, you need to determine which people are the top 20% uh, uh, in your organization. Remember we said when we talk about the Pareto principle, which we call the 80-20 principle, it is a 20% that produce 80% of your results. So if you want to get the maximum results, the 80%, you need to identify the 20%. So... As a leader, determine among your followers, who are these top 20% producers or most productive people that will give you the 80% results? That is strategy number one. Strategy number two, as a leader, after you identify those top 20, 80%, uh, uh, those top 20%, you need now to spend 80% of your time in those 20%. So let, let me assume that you are in a class of 100 and you are the class monitor as a youth person. You are, you are responsible for making sure that uh, you achieve the results of that class. So you identify the 20 people that are the most productive people or the, the people that are make or break of the goal of your class. Maybe the goal of your class is to make sure that your class is a top performing class in that school. So after you identify those top 20, you now allocate your time and 80% of your time you spend with those top 20%, okay? What I would call the people time. So you would say, okay, in my day, I have eight hours. So out of my eight hours, that's just for argument's sake, say I have 10 working hours. So out of those 10 hours, eight hours, I am going to spend eight hours uh, reproducing myself in these 20 people and maybe the other two hours in the other eight people because it is the 20 people that are going to give me the 80% of the results. Strategy number three, you spend 80% of your personal development uh, money on the top 20%. So if you have been given a budget, you've been given a $1,000 to spend on those people to develop the people make sure that 80% of those $1,000 uh, which is $800 should be spent on those top, top 20% so you might have to send them to other schools for, for visits benchmarking you have to maybe give them some, some money to make sure that they are able to come to school on time for activities whatever budget you have make sure that 80% of your money is spent on these top 20 20%. Why are you doing that? Because the top 20 are going to give you the 80% of your results. Number four, determine what 20% of the work gives 80% of the return and train an assistant to do the other 80% less effective work. I'm going to unpack that a bit. So in strategy number four, you have determined those 20% in strategy number one. You have also spent 80% of your time on the top 20. You have also spent 80% of your money on the top 20. Number four, you want to determine what kind of work 20% of the work will give me 80% of the return. Let's think of a, a setting in an organization. Maybe you are producing or baking bread. You need to identify what kind of work 
20% of the work will give me the highest return on the bread that I am selling. And the return in this case will mean the profit per loaf of bread. So after you identify that top 20%, you then take the rest, the remaining work, which is the 80%, you train an assistant, somebody who is not in the top 20% to perform that work, the other 80%, because that other 80% will only give you the 20% of the return. I hope you are following me very closely. And I'm using the example of the bread because bread is a common thing. So you are now identifying, you have identified this is the type of work that I need to produce a maximum profit on my, on my loaf of bread. Then you allocate that 20% of work to the top 20%. The other 80% work that will only give you 20%, you train an assistant. Strategy number five, which is my last strategy for the sake of this presentation, you ask the top 20% that you have identified in strategy one to do an on-the-job training for the next 20%. So in other words, those 20% that you have identified, you now do ask them to reproduce. Effectively, they are now doing on the job training so that they can create another core group of the next 20% that will also produce the next 80% of the results. So as we conclude, how do I identify or how do you identify this top 20%? It's easy. In your organization, you list all your employees and you start allocating or analyzing each one of them which one is a make or break? If this person left, will they make a difference in my organization? Those that will make a difference will be now among your top 20%. And this is how you identify your top 20% in whatever sphere of influence that you are operating under. Thank you very much for listening to me this evening. You may contact me by sending a WhatsApp message on plus two six seven seven four. Two zero nine nine two seven plus two six seven seven four two zero nine nine two seven or you can send me an email at Priscilla at Kawia and Partners dot org Priscilla at Kawia and Partners dot org you can also uh, uh, send uh, use another WhatsApp message number, which is plus two six seven seven five zero three six two seven eight, plus two six seven seven five zero three six two seven eight. Thank you, and have a good night. Bye bye. Radio Pulpit is a family radio station committed to biblical values. For this reason, we have signed a code of conduct with the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, Radio Pulpit is committed to giving news that is accurate, comments that are fair, and programming that is not offensive, obscene, or harmful. If you feel that Radio Pulpit is not living up to that code, we encourage you to direct your complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa, PO Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024 or send a fax to 011-787-0280 or email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. The Broadcasting Complaints Commission is also obtainable on their website, www.bccsa.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.